the blast from our past network. Hey everybody, it's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Cartwright! Cartwright! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright Presents... Fuck! Not Curb Your Enthusiasm. Welcome to Seinfeld, Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Holy (laughs) shit. We've done so many of the curbs recently that, you know what? It's kind of nice to get back to some Seinfeld, baby. I'm Adam. (laughs) I'm Corey, baby. And it was still a nice little solid plug for our Curb Your Enthusiasm series as well. (laughs) Well, that's our our go-to right now. That's what we are jumping on more than anything else. So it's kind of what my mind goes to. But you know what? We haven't recorded since I was out there last year. Um, when did I come out? Did I came out in October or yeah. November? No, I think, yeah, it was like around there. Holy crap. Something why, like that. Yeah. Why are we, uh, are we I, I don't even that? remember the month. I know. <laughs> I don't Dude, even it's... remember. Could have been October. Could have been September. Could have been, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Welcome to getting old guys and gals. It's yeah. A, and last year was a hell of a fucking year, but yes, good point. Um, this is the first time that we are recording our, you know, uh, top five, you know, girlfriends episodes plus trivia, um, across, uh, the, the country. So. So, you know, it'll give us more editing abilities, and uh, I don't know why my voice cracked just there, but editing abilities. And and, and also, you guys didn't hear, thanks to Corey's editing skills, when we recorded at his house, I started to get sick, and I was coughing like in between every take, and poor Corey had to edit all that shit out. I feel bad for him. Uh, It was was great. It was fun. And we've been getting uh, good feedback on these, so we're we're glad you all are, are liking them, but... Yeah, our bread and butter right now is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, By the time you listen to this, um, we've just dropped the season, I think it was six, uh, or no, season five wrap-up. We're barreling into season six, but it has been nice because Adam and I have not had to have a break in between it, so we've been very much consistent on recording Curb, which I think also might help the experience a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, before... We had big breaks because Seinfeld was our main, and so we were, like, recording, all right, here's a couple of curbs, and then, like, two months later, let's do another batch of curb. Yeah. Uh, so now it's the exact opposite, but it is it is 
helping at least like get into the mindset of curb. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm not gonna lie. I've had my roller coasters of I'm enjoying curb a lot. I'm not enjoying curb a lot. And so it's kind of, I, I think, you know, I, I think it's, it's going to be getting to where I'm, I'm more consistent uh, basis coming up soon. Well, I mean, I was actually going to ask you that uh, seeing as how we are technically pretty much exactly at the halfway point of curb. Um, do you think it's less consistent than Seinfeld in its quality? <laughs> Without question. Yeah. Without question, less consistent. We have, I think we have had some good episodes in like this season six, um, or that, that we've kind of like a couple of them that we've already been looking into. We've recorded a few of them, but it's weird, man. They do not stick the landing on almost any season. And I don't know why, because they spend all this time setting up that you're expecting something good. And then it's just like, I've hated every single finale yeah every, there's been like you've hated most there's been like one you liked yeah yeah i think i actually, i enjoyed the end but you you didn't like that one but for the most part we've been pretty simpatico on yeah. the finales and i think on our seasons as well um it's let's just uh, guys and gals i'll say this it's been a journey it's been a fun one because yeah. it's a completely new experience for me um and it's been a, a very interesting journey analyzing something that is new um and it's sort of new to adam you know he's seen it but it's not yeah. as ingrained in his dna so we're kind of yeah. looking at things through our fresh eyes and it's yeah it's very interesting so if you, if you like what we're doing here guys and gals consider you know checking checking it out you can bump your uh, uh patreon donation up for a month and see if you like it if you don't bump it back down and uh, we've got a shit ton of cur uh cartwright to listen mm -hmm. to so uh yeah. we appreciate every single one of you all who's who supported us this entire journey you all are the heroes of Cartwright. All right. Enough of the commercials. Let's talk some Seinfeld, baby. And I want to talk girlfriends. I want to talk some sleazy, sexy ladies. <laughs> and there might no be no there might not be anyone more sleazy than Cosmo Kramer. I mean, actually, he's he's got he's all he's a man of all seasons. He can be the nicest, most like perfect guy ever, but then also he can be like a you know, he's into some freaky dicky stuff, I think. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we met a, we met a, a few. Kramer was actually the person who had the least amount of girlfriends that you or, or significant others that you saw throughout the show. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean there weren't enough for us to rank. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times for for sometimes for Kramer, it was like, oh, you only saw that girlfriend for like a second, you know, because yep. he didn't get as many sort of, I think, girlfriend plot lines as as Jerry, George or Elaine, mm -hmm. you know, tr tr transfer that to boyfriend. Um, so we're going to finish this uh, four part series uh, up with George because we think he's going to have a bit more uh, meat on the bones to discuss with his ladies. But yeah, you're right. He's Kramer... also he's also got more meat on the bones. It's so true. It sense. It's very true. But you're right. I was a little I was surprised. Um, I was expecting this list to be a bit tougher to do. Um, and I was surprised that it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Sure. There, there just wasn't as many options. So it's kind of yeah. like, OK, I think I know where I'm going with this. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I guess maybe we should start things off with number five. Uh, let's do me, then you. Sure. How about that? Each each one will be me, then you. Um, all right, so my number five was someone we actually didn't get very much of, but I thought she was pretty damn hot with her blonde, curly hair in one of the worst episodes of all Seinfeld. <laughs> the trip part one, yeah. Chelsea, is my number five. <laughs> 
you know, I saw her and I, I just couldn't even consider it because it was just it was she the trip and I'm so just, minimal. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, she yeah. she was definitely a cutie. Um and maybe maybe a highlight of that abysmal uh story arc, you oh. know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's notorious. We've talked throughout the entire show about how much we've hated the trip, particularly part one, even more so than part two, but both of them are bad. Um there's only one episode in all of Seinfeld I hated more. And I think Corey, that might be your worst, least favorite episode. I think it was the yeah. trip. So yeah, definitely. so yeah, it's not one we want to revisit. But she was attractive. Um, you know, I specifically remember she looked really good when Kramer is like auditioning for different stuff. Yeah, you know, you see in front of like a like a, a step and repeat or like a little background that he's got, and like she's right beside him, and then they kind of flirt a little bit, and he goes on a date with her. She's not. The brightest bulb. She is like, she kind of reminds me of some people I met out in LA. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And she's dumb enough to get killed off by the smog strangler. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) So she doesn't actually last long. (laughs) But she's pretty fucking hot. And so I would have done her. So there you go. There's a little sleaze to start things off. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I I, I did. Sorry. I want to mention she was played by Debbie A. Monaghan. So that was the actress who uh, who played her. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. I am going to go with she had a very small role at the end of an episode, but she was like it was such a fun moment to uh, to see Kramer with her. Uh, It was in. It was in the the Fusilli Jerry, which is when Jerry gets the, uh, or I'm sorry, Kramer gets the ass man uh, license plate. Yeah, yeah. And I am talking about his his thick girlfriend Sally, played by Judith Shelton, season six, sure. episode twenty, the Fusilli Jerry. Kramer comes in with her. She's happy. He's happy. Oh man! Everyone, you know, shocked because you know she's a bit of a of a thicker, more full figured woman. Mm-hmm. But I I loved her energy. I loved, and, and you'll see another one of his girlfriends that I sort of I wish, I wish Kramer had a, was a bit more open to all kinds of people and all yes. kinds of walks of life and everything. So she had, I think, some of the best confidence yeah. out of anybody. So. I remember that episode because that episode, I think there was also someone leaves a note that, on the car. That was her. That was her leaving on. the car. That yeah. was her. Exactly. Leaving those. I think I have what you're looking for. Yeah. And that's her. She's got the confidence. And she kind of, you know, when they turned to go back to his apartment, she turns and kind of waggles her yeah, ass a bit. She's and got she's like, the ass. Yeah. She's got the ass that, that, you know, that makes the ass man happy. And so she, her energy is phenomenal and yeah she's 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 not the most attractive of the ladies no but you know there's a whole mix of things that equal attraction yeah it's not just there's a physical side but yes on top of that she seemed awesome like she seems someone like who would have a good damn time exactly and i bet i bet she rode that dick hard (laughs) dude i'm sure she did and the look on like kramer's face when they i mean they're all happy it was the energy that's what i was vibing on here so number five sally thumbs up to her Good call. Very good call. All right. Uh, My number four is someone who is quite intelligent, intelligent enough that she was a chemist and you saw her on the non-fat yogurt. Yeah. I went with Cheryl. She she is like right around number six or seven for me. I was debating on on putting her honestly with my number four. It was kind of a toss up. I was looking at her as well. So feel free. Yeah. Go go into what you like about her. So, yeah. But I mean. 
One, I mean, she is attractive and she's got a stable job. How about that? That's pretty nice, too. Uh, she's a chemist. She is doing, um, you know, uh, she's doing, she's test, she can test stuff for all their different um, fat solubilities and all this kind of stuff. Um, unfortunately, Kramer was really only using her to sway the results of the test the way he wanted it to go because yeah. <laughs> he had a stake in that company and he wanted to, you know, prove that it was non-fat. But of course it had fat. Oh my God, it had fat. Everyone was getting chunky monkeys around him. <laughs> um, but I thought she was pretty damn cute. I thought, you know, she seemed, uh, you know, just like a sweet, sweet girl who, you know, got kind of caught up on this non-fat yogurt shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I would... You know, number four wise, just going on looks, I would pick her over who who my number four is, um, which okay. I'll just sh- say, um, Tina Siobhan Fallon uh, uh, played Tina uh, Lane's uh, friend, roommate, uh, multiple times, and so for me, I never like. I was never terribly attracted to her, but what I liked was the situation that it forced Elaine and, and Kramer into. When when yeah. Elaine had to kind of put up with Kramer being there. Also, too, by the way, I mean, I think uh, Tina may be freaky in bed, too, because, I mean, they were having sex all over the place as well. <laughs> yes, they were. You know, so maybe Kramer brings this out uh, of the women. Um, and I've never been terribly attracted to Saban Fallon, but I always... Siobhan. 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 But I've always <laughs> enjoyed the interaction. I've always enjoyed her as Elaine's friend and roommate. I wish she kind of didn't fade away. I wish she kind of stayed with the show. Um, yeah. And I always, like I said, I always enjoyed when Kramer did date her, the situation that it created. So, like, so I'm looking at, like, Kramer's girlfriends, and I'm not just completely going off of, like, you know, just looks alone. I'm trying to also be like, okay, what did this do for the story a little bit and everything? And I just thought it put Elaine and Kramer into some fun situations. I wholeheartedly agree. Siobhan Fallon is a funny actress. Uh, I think she was like a bit player on SNL for a while as well. Um, she was, a, I would say, a bit underutilized as a character. Yeah. Like, I wholeheartedly, she could have been, you know, she was used as a little bit of a foil for Elaine. She could have been like multiple season thread foil for Elaine. And especially you tie her in more and more with Kramer. On again, it's off again. Stuff. That'd be great. On again. Yeah, that, that could have like ultimately pissed off Elaine like crazy. I really think they, they could have gone somewhere even better than where they did with that. Um, so I get it. Yes. Siobhan found not, not the, the hottest pickle in the bunch. Is that a thing? Um, but <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's solid and she's a funny actress and I like her a lot. Yeah, not the hottest pickle in the bunch, but I mean, Corey, me, Corey, if I were single, I oh, wouldn't yeah. not kick her out. You know, I wouldn't kick her out of bed. So, sure. you know, <laughs> sure. <laughs> You're like, I know, buddy. I get it. I'm a guy, too. I understand. Who wouldn't you not kick out of bed, exactly. my man? <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd take Sally. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Number three, my friend. All right. Number three. My number three, I'm so confident, is like your number one. I don't know if I even need to mention it, but um, yeah, you know what? I'm so confident. She's higher on your list. I'm not even going to say it. Okay. Just okay. yet. Okay. I'll go with my number three. Another uh, another wish that Kramer had a bit more uh, variety in the ladies he dated. I'm going to go with Anna, played by... My number three My number three was Anna. Ah! <laughs> there you go. So maybe not higher, but the same on the list. Okay. okay. So my number three is Anna. There you go. Uh, she was in uh, season five, episode 17, The Wife, played by Lily Bernard. And yeah. she's beautiful. 
Um, obviously, yeah. there was nothing like wrong with her in the relationship. Kramer fucked that one up, you know. Well, by, he's a, he's a damn fool by, by being a damn fool. <laughs> damn fool. But I'm like, I just again, this was the ex- example of like, I just wish that the writers yeah. allowed these characters to date a bit more, you know, outside of just being white blonde ladies, you know, essentially, you know. Although there, there are a lot of brunettes that come through here too. So, well, if that's if that's the <laughs> If that's the diversity you're getting is between blonde and brunette, that ain't diverse enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Between, um, I can't remember the Native American girl. I know you would because you really loved her. Yeah. Um, now I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, course. you're blanking. Yeah, if I, if well, I no, didn't ask you right Winona was, Winona. Her, was her yeah, character Winona. name, yeah. Yes. Well, that's right. So between Winona and uh, Anna, this one, and then maybe the Hispanic... Um, cashmere yeah uh, yeah. cleaning lady that's about the only people of color in like that of the entire significant others on all four of the main characters which is not enough because one you're gonna date a bunch of different people and types of people and all this kind of stuff and it's just it's just kind of crazy to think that and of course you know I think, you know, just be a little bit more realistic with it. It just got a little too white. And I agree. It, it would have made sense. You know, people just date a little bit more. Yeah. Um, in general. Well, I guess there was there was. Um, well, uh, Donna Chang and she thought she was Asian. <laughs> no, there's, there, there was also uh, one of George's girlfriends uh, was was Asian uh, as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so. That was. Uh, yeah, that was Cheryl. Yes, Cheryl Fong. Fong. That's yep. it. Yeah. Uh, Ping's Ping's cousin Ping, or brother. Cousin. Or oh, sister. sister or yeah, like cousin. Yeah. Yep, no, I think yep. it was cousin. Yeah, I think it was cousin. So. So, there, I mean, there's a few, but really not nearly as much as you would expect. And, and you know, especially know, living in such a multi ethnic area like New York. And I figured of all people, Kramer would, would probably be the one that, that would date the most. But yeah, I mean, again, yeah. all, all white writers mostly. So, you know, what are you going to yeah, do? It sure. is what it is. Sure. But Anna, absolutely gorgeous. She also seemed very, very well put together, um, and she was also sane enough to probably to, to get rid of Kramer after he was so dumb he didn't realize he tanned too much and looked like he had blackface. Um, yep, is exactly. It, is, it, <laughs> is it funny? Yes. Is it, you know, a, a parody on blackface? Yes. And I think it got pulled from Netflix at one point. I, I think it, I don't know if it's still on it, if it's on or not, um, but like, it's really not, it's not blackface, but they're like, parodying it if, if it makes sense yeah so. and of course she didn't show up on that screen rant uh list that i know you found the same as i do oh yeah um and which she, is ridiculous she wasn't on there so it almost makes you wonder if they sort of if that episode did get pulled and they didn't even think about like think about it at all but yeah so yeah. so anna mm-hmm. um played by lily bernard yep all right let's move on as both of our number threes now let's see how our number twos and ones go if they're going to be similar or not i think there's at least one on your list that's not on my list but we'll see all right my number two she kind of went back and forth between mickey and kramer i went with karen aka karen abbott who ends up marrying mickey (laughs) in the yada yada she was like i really wanted you (laughs) (laughs) i really wanted you and she was uh in my opinion i thought she was a little bit more cute uh than the other uh, girl in that time uh, she is the one that mickey ends up marrying because they quote unquote had more in common but no she she liked kramer more um and then that, that back and forth and um danny woodburn and and michael richards their chemistry and we talked about it enough is so 
fucking amazing. And when they're like battling over who goes to which chair and which side, like so they're good. over there goes, oh my god, it's hilarious. I love it. So, fucking love it. That was it's a great yes. episode, and and that was a lot of fun. And it's like a good storyline. Like they actually incorporate the girlfriends into the storyline and stuff. A lot of times yeah. they don't, and and that's what kind of sucks that they're sort of this separate thing now. My number two is very oh, much. Oh, I was, oh, yeah. I wasn't done talking. Okay, I wasn't cool. talking about her. It's played by Allie Marsh, so I wanted to make sure I said that. But I also want to mention the thing I liked her. The thing I liked about her, why she's so high on my list. My number two is I have a thing for girl next door vibes, and she had very like very cute, but also like girl next door vibes, and I liked that a lot. So yeah, I'm right there with you, my friend. Uh, I'm sure <laughs> I, right. I didn't. Yeah, I, she didn't sort of come across my path. Um, but a uh, good, good one though. Good one. Okay. Um, so what I was saying was my number two is incorporated into Kramer's storyline because she tries to kill him. And I am talking about Connie played by Lisa Cushell. Her name now is mm-hmm. Lisa Arch, uh, season seven, episode 17, the Friars club. She's the mafioso girlfriend yeah. that fucking Kramer, like gets thrown into the, the, the wall, you know, the river, the East river, because they think he's dead. And so she thinks he fails. Mm-hmm. But for me, what I like about her is dude, I grew up, I always have a thing for bad girls. I, I grew up on G.I. Joe. I loved uh, the Baroness uh, on He-Man. Uh, yeah. On He-Man, I loved uh, Evil Lynn. Um, Evil Lynn, yeah. And it, it's just like I've always kind of had a thing for the bad girls. And my wife is not a bad girl at all. She's a very no, nice she's woman. she's like the sweetest person <laughs> I ever. Know. But I have a little dark side that I love the bad girls. And there's just something about Connie with that mafioso, just that, that vibe that just kind of – it gets me excited, man, because the danger gets me excited, you know? So Okay. Yeah. All right. I kind of think I know who our number one is, and I kind of think it's the same person. Uh, I, maybe. Um, it's definitely the most famous person, yep. famous actress, yep. yeah, that uh, Kramer ever uh, did, did, dated. Did she have the Jimmy legs uh, on the episode? <laughs> when, when they were in bed together? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it, I remember mostly how their just relationship got so monotonous and got so mundane. And that's not Kramer. Kramer isn't mundane. Did you did you have a good day today? (laughs) Tell me how your dad is today. And that's exactly what he didn't want to be in life. And he got there with Emily in the money. Yep. Played by Sarah Silverman. Uh, When we talked about looked. Yeah. So hot. Oh, my God. Sarah Silverman looked super cute. Yeah, I, I'm always going to be a, a Sarah Silverman uh, fan. Um, when we talked about doing this episode, I, I knew she was going to be my number one. I have a huge, huge ass crush mm-hmm. on Sarah Silverman. Um, and then, you know, her character was fine. I thought, like, story-wise, oh, yeah. like, I, I, you know, comedy-wise, it was fun. And we got the Jimmy Legs from that and everything, like, sure. I, which is a phrase I still use and shit. Um, and it's, like, cool. It, it was a good episode, fun episode with her, and yet ends with them kind of, like, almost living together, becoming, like, a married couple. But, yeah, yeah. It, it's great. I love where it goes. Which, which feels so awkward for Kramer because it feels, like, so relatable i think in like real life of like yeah that's how life is okay well, let's go brush our teeth and then we just go to bed and, and it's nothing crazy and that's life but like for kramer he can't handle it no. like, <laughs> no. you know that's that's just not how we want our kramer anyway and so it just felt wrong it felt so wrong um but yeah she she is very attractive and and it helps also just knowing how funny 
uh, and awesome Sarah Silverman is in general as a right, you know, as a human being in person that it's just like, yeah, it, it was hard for her not to be number one. And as I was kind of doing this list and, you know, when I figured out one that I liked, I kind of like looked up their episode because I just wanted to know what episode it was. But a lot of times it would lead to other articles. And apparently Sarah Silverman kind of lashed out at um, at Michael Richards during the filming of this episode. Lashed out makes it seem like it was her fault. He was being kind of a dick uh, when she forgot her line, which that comes up a lot. That sounds, with, yep. Yes. Like he seems like. Um, overtly angry, like you. We've talked about it with with the, uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus yep. when she like giggles or something. Like he's a little bit too intense. Yeah. On set. So apparently she she stood her ground and was like, you know, basically like, f you. Like I'm not gonna like bow down to you type of thing. And uh, that and That's, I just I didn't want to le- read too much into it because I don't yeah. want to know that kind of stuff. But I was like, okay, well, that's I guess that's a thing that happened, you know. And that's a very Sarah Silverman. She's like the kind of person who doesn't back down, and I love her even more for that. Exactly, and I think that's what also turns me on about her yep. as well. So there's, uh, I want to mention there's two of them, and actually one of them I'm surprised didn't make your list. Um, I thought Lola, who was in the handicap spot, she was the girl in the wheelchair yeah. who gets the bat. I thought she might have made your list. Okay. And, but she did not and and we in didn't, the finale. And we didn't get the back scratcher girl. Neither of us picked and her. We Olive. Neither of us picked Olive. And it, it's it's because Olive's vibes aren't my style. Yeah. Like, her energy is my style. I loved the way that she was just, like, down for, you know, mm-hmm. she just was a sweetheart. And she was just like, I'll scratch you back. And, you know, and she was just awesome. Very sweet person. Um, but, like, the way she looked seemed like it was someone who was stuck in the 80s to yeah. me. And I, that just wasn't wasn't my thing. Yeah, no, I'm, and that's that was my thing as well. She just I didn't vibe with sort of her look. I mean, I, I mean, guys yeah. and gals, we just, we have to go off visualness, obviously. And I just wasn't vibing with it. No, it, no, you're you're just, you're just a sexist, yes. misogynist asshole. Simple as that. Simple. It's very. It's actually you creep. Simple. You fucking creep. <laughs> and yeah, the girl in the wheelchair, Lola. Uh, you know, we didn't get enough. We didn't get enough of her. Um, we, we saw her literally as she rolled down and screamed yeah. and then she was in like the witness chair, but that, that's about it. But she's, you know, I, I, for some reason I thought I remember you being into her, you know, just into her look. Um, but I, I mean, she just, there wasn't really a much, well, cause when she wasn't an actor, she was a stunt. She person. was a stunt person. And so, yeah. And so we never really got to know her as a character to really kind of like latch on to anything. Exactly. So yeah, I, I kept seeing her on the list that would pop up, but I just was like, yeah, I'm just going to go right yeah. past her, you know, okay. unfortunately. So, okay. but it's funny because Anna wasn't on that screen rant list or any of the other no. lists that I actually found. And I was like, I, were these made like post Netflix and it's, has it already been pulled, mm. you know, and everything. Now I'm curious yeah. to see if that episode's actually there or not. Um, mm. Guys and gals. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I cut my Netflix off. Oh, <laughs> I don't did need you? it. I don't need it anymore. I've gone through Seinfeld now. I might, and I still have some like DVDs of Seinfeld when I need to scratch that. But it's just like there's only a couple things on Netflix that I like. We actually pay attention to. Uh, Big Mouth, fucking love Big Mouth. Stranger Things, uh, for me, um, and Seinfeld. Yeah, like I watched Wednesday. I love that. But I'm yeah. not gonna. Wednesday's a one time watch through. I'm not gonna go back through it. Um. You know, Big Mouth, I can rewatch. Uh, Bojack Horseman, I can rewatch. But like, you know, come uh, Stranger Things, like for again for the next one, I might bring back the subscription. But since we finished all the episodes, I kind of cut back because I took over. I took over YouTube. Um, I'm doing YouTube Premium because I realized I watch way more YouTube than I do Netflix. 
and I'm sick of the fucking ads on goddamn YouTube. So I'm paying for that. And so that that's that's finances aside. You don't need to give a fuck. <laughs> well, but I'm yeah. sure you can. I wouldn't be surprised if you could find the DVD box set uh, on Amazon for for Seinfeld probably, for not probably pretty cheap. Yeah, not too yeah. much. Um, and honestly, I'm I'm with you, man. Um, Myra watches more Netflix stuff, so we'll keep that. I mm. would have canceled HBO Max by now if we weren't doing Curb. Uh, Curb, uh, the, yeah, yeah. The minute we stop doing Curb, I'll probably just cancel HBO Max at that point. Um, yeah, dude. Gotcha. All these streaming services are are wild. So yeah, but I feel it's, you, man. Yeah, I, I feel too you. Much. It's too much. That's all right. I borrow mine from a friend. <laughs> uh, my HBO Max. <laughs> so, so you know, there's that. Well, ho- hopefully they don't cut crack down on the uh, pa- password sharing like they're doing on on Netflix now. Now, which which apparently yeah, that didn't yeah. go well. So you know, no, of course, surprise. Not. Nobody wants that. No, <laughs> no, not. Ne- yeah, Netflix is like, and ne- yeah, all these companies. I get it, they're, but they're all making like dumb decisions. And now I heard even uh, Facebook is trying to make like a verified checkmark subscription, just like uh, Twitter did. It's just gonna fall flat. Like I, I think, I think this stuff. Like people are eventually gonna realize we don't need this shit in our lives. None of it. And maybe maybe eventually realize most of the stuff's not even healthy for us. Yeah. In our lives. yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, eh, fuck it. But you know what is healthy? Seinfeld. And knowing more about Seinfeld. And so that's why we're gonna go over some Seinfeld trivia. How about that? That's right. Now how about that, Jack? <laughs> now I have the Seinfeld trivia game, and which we all realized was a bit too easy. Um, Adam did pull up uh, uh, some harder questions for online, um, but I also have a 90s trivia game here that I thought I could throw uh, some questions at Adam, and I figured, you know, it's roughly this is similar, seeing as how like, Seinfeld is a 90s show. So, um, yep. you know, uh, we, can, uh, we, can, we can see where this goes. Sure. I mean, I mean, I'll be asking Seinfeld. You ask me '90s. We'll see how it, I guess, for knows or whatever we go. So, yeah. Let me start things off. All right. Although only one of his sketches ever aired, Larry David's time as a writer for what show ended up being critical, as it's where he met Julia Louise Dreyfus. SNL. SNL is correct. Yeah, she was. Um, she was on what one or two seasons of that. Like one, like yeah. it was like the 85, 86 season, something, something like that. Yeah, go go look up pictures of that, and especially with like Larry David's hair and everything. He, oh he was God, he wild. Looks, <laughs> he looks ridiculous. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I don't have my reading glasses. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Wow, guys. Oh, my God. Wow. You're what? You're 43 now? Yeah. Wow. <sighs> okay. I hope when I'm 43, I don't need reading glasses. Well, I'm 45, and yeah, you probably will. Oh, 45. (laughs) I didn't need them until probably about two years ago. So, In the episode The Library, George and Jerry recount the tale of how their high school gym teacher was fired. What was the reason he was fired? Uh, Because he gave a wedgie to George. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to go between the Tropic of Cancer slash... (laughs) Tropic of Capricorn. Tropic? No, it was Capricorn. <laughs> or Cancer, whatever. Oh, you're always chewing blackjack gum. No, not blackjack. Uh, double mint or whatever the fuck she... I can't remember what it Blackjack is gum. Yeah, no. Ooh, licorice gum? Yeah. Never. <laughs> All right. All right, so you're so you're going to just do some Seinfeld Well, I'm just going to throw them back and forth. I'll pull one of each. Oh, back and forth. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. In, season, in the season four episode, mm-hmm. The Handicap Spot which was where we met Lola. 
the group of friends on Seinfeld travel to a mall to buy what type of engagement gift for their friend, the Drake? A TV. A big screen TV, correct. That's right, baby. All right, how about this? All right, so now I'm going to do a pop culture 90s one. Which actor wore a famously revealing dress to the 1998 MTV VMAs while dating Marilyn Manson at the time? Uh, that was... Hold on, she was the she was in um, she was in Charmed, but after uh, Shannon Doherty, she left. replaced yeah Shannon Doherty. Yeah, exactly. Shannon Doherty left, and then she went in. Um, it was the fuck was her name? I remember that dress. Yeah, yes, <laughs> everyone <laughs> does. <laughs> uh, she's that. Yeah, she's the extra charmed girl. Yeah, the extra charmed girl. I can't remember. You're, you're close. You know yeah. who it is? It's Rose McGowan. Yeah, Rose McGowan. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, in season nine, or in the season nine episode, The Bookstore, Jerry learns that what relative of his is a shoplifter. <laughs> Hello, Jerry, Uncle Leo. Hello, Hello Uncle Leo. Jerry. <laughs> All right. In the episode, The Gymnast, what painful medical problem sends Kramer into fits? fits oh my god that's, that's oh. I, I don't hang too much on that word fits think about him screaming mm. think about him screaming so hard that he causes people to fall while he's in the bathroom I, <laughs> it's bothering me I'm, I'm i'm freaking out because like in my head i can't get like when you say into fits my head goes know, to the just, fucking finale don't, don't think where of fits. he's bouncing don't, the don't shit. think of fits think of pain it, it, he's in pain it makes him in pain all right, so he's in pain. And he screams so, so loud that he causes an accident on a tightrope. Tightrope. That's bothering me, man. I don't know. Back, lower back pain. No, no, the kidney know. stones. When he had to go pee, the kidney the stone kid- out. Oh, of course. He's in the urinal yep. and he's screaming yep. his head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Duh, I should have got that. <laughs> it's all right. I think that you locked on to Fitz. And I right when I read it, I was like, yeah. that's not the right word for this. All right. In season four episode of Seinfeld, The Pick. While Jerry is trying to convince his girlfriend that he was simply scratching his nose, Kramer is spending time as a model for what brand? Uh, Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein is correct. Nice. Okay, pop back to pop culture. Which fast food chain had the Kids Club? Okay, the Kids Club. And now uh, everyone knows that the Happy Meal is the McDonald's thing. I feel like I remember this weird little character... And I think the kids club was Burger King. You are correct. Yep. I remember he he had like these these like big kind of glasses. Um, yeah. Like they were almost like goggle glasses and he like a backwards hat. Yeah. And he was like kind of cool. And it was like <laughs> the kids club. I kind of remember that. All right. Seinfeld premiered on NBC in the same year that the first full episode of The Simpsons debuted on Fox. What was this year? Oh, was it? You have to be. Okay. It was it. Um, so Seinfeld premiered. Was Seinfeld premiere in 89? I'm going to go with 89. 89 is correct. Yeah. It's so weird because I never think of a, of Seinfeld as an 80s show, but technically yeah. it is. Technically, exactly. That's where it started. This one might be kind of tough, but I'll try it. Okay. George unsuccessfully renegotiates the deal for his and Jerry's comedy show in the episode The Watch. How much money... Does he wind up with? I can give you A, B, C, and D. Ten thousand dollars. 
I can give you A, B, C, and D. Uh. <laughs> All right, give me A, B, C, and D. A, 700. B, 800. 8,000. Whoa. Sorry, 8,000. For his comedy show, you mean like the, the, the pilot? So George unsuccessfully renegotiates the deal for his and Jerry's comedy show in the episode The Watch. Um, and I think so he does probably does this in the car with Susan. How much does he wind up with? So A, $700. B, $8,000. C, $13,000. Or D, $800,000. Eight thousand dollars. Correct. B. Yep. Because I mean, yeah. Because they got all upset about the ten thousand dollars. It's not the deal. The ten. I thought it was ten thousand. Yeah. They're like, that's not the Ted Danson deal. And then I guess they go down. They from go there. down. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. The famous actual puffy shirt used in the puffy shirt lives in what iconic American museum? Um. I want to say the Smithsonian, like, uh, like you know, when when TV shows and movies are like put into the National Public Library system or whatever it is, you know, where they, the, I I want to say it's the Smithsonian because it must have some kind of um, entertainment section or something. Smithsonian is correct. Yay! Good job. Yay! Alrighty, back to the '90s for me. Which '90s toy was banned from the offices of the National Security Agency in the United States? Which 90s toy was banned from the offices of the NSA in the United States? It's a, right, from the National Security Advisory. A, uh, what toy? Uh, uh, Nerf guns? No. Hi, uh, hold on. It's a toy that can record what you're saying and sort of speak it back oh, to you. the Talkboy. The Furby. Oh, okay. Well... The Talkboy can do the same thing. I've never thing heard too. of a Talkboy. Everyone's heard of Talkboy is the Talkboy is what Kevin McAllister uses in fucking Home Alone. Yeah, a Furby is the answer, so. Oh, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> well, yeah, Talkboy, yeah, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> There's a lot of things that can record voices and play them back. All right. All right. Um, what was Kramer's original name as heard? In the first couple episodes of Seinfeld. In the first episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, Kessler. Kessler, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just made that one up because I didn't care for the next question. <laughs> so I was like, oh, see, I, 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 honestly, I wanted to test if you remembered that or not. So you did. <laughs> yes. Uh, when George accidentally gets a busboy fired in the episode The Busboy, why does the busboy end up thanking him? Um, Because there was like a, a leak and everything blew up and he wasn't there. Yep. There you yeah, go. Yeah, there's like a gas leak. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's an explosion at the rep restaurant that kills multiple workers, and yeah, he wasn't there mm -hmm. for it, so. Okay. Yep. What cartoon character rests atop the titular confectionery tool, the Pez dispenser, in that episode? Oh, it's Tweety Bird, baby. It is Tweety Bird. <laughs> All right. Um, inline skates are more commonly known by what? what name? Rollerblades, I guess if you call that as the company name. Yep, more commonly known as Rollerblades. Yeah. Okay, sure. Sure. All right. While Jerry and Elaine are waiting for a table at a Chinese restaurant, Jerry dares Elaine to eat what food from a stranger's plate? Oh, it's got it's got to be something she'd grab with her hand. I'm guessing here. I don't remember specifically, but I'm going to say it's an egg roll. Egg roll is correct. Yay! <laughs> Nicely done. All right. In the episode The Gum, 
what does Elaine lose while eating popcorn and watching Spartacus with Jerry at the movie theater? I can give you, you know, A, B, C, and D if you want. Hold on. Hold on. What does she lose while eating? Isn't that like the top button? Oh, no. no. Yeah, it's the top button. Yeah. Uh, more specifically, but you're correct. Um, it, it's Yeah. Yeah. It's an antique button from her blouse. But yeah. The, Sorry, yeah, the antique button yep. for her blood is that that button, and then she's—I yes. li- mean—that's where Lloyd Bronze looking uh-huh. at her chest, like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah, yeah." All right, this is a simple one. You'll get this one for sure. Seinfeld won an award from the American Academy of Dermatology for for promoting skincare awareness in the season in a season nine episode. By what nickname did Jerry refer to the doctor? In that <laughs> Pimple <episode>? Popper MD. <laughs> Pimple Popper MD. <laughs> that was the correct. meat slicer, right? That was that meat slicer episode. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> nice. Okay. What piece of attire does Elaine propose to her boss for the next clothing catalog they are working on in the episode, The Foundation? I assume this is the urban sombrero? You assume correctly. Okay. All right. And I'm just finishing them out with Seinfeld's then, you know. Sure, 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 sure. All right. What Borat director was also a staff writer for five seasons of Seinfeld and responsible for some of the more absurd and dark storylines for George Kramer and Friends. Yeah, I'm not good at the names like that. I know Larry David, and that's it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Larry Charles. Ah, okay. I didn't You've know he heard directed Larry Charles. Borat. He directed Borat, Holy apparently. shit, okay, okay. And by the way, I just today found out that Elizabeth Banks directed uh, Cocaine Bear. I'm like, that's wild. Oh, really? <laughs> that looks very interesting. I know, I want to go see it, dude. I'm fucking excited <laughs> for it, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. In the episode The Jacket, why must Jerry and George entertain Elaine's unapproachable father? I mean, Elaine is late, if that makes yeah, sense to the restaurant. Yeah, but why? It's why is Elaine late? Oh, okay. Uh, all right, well, I guess give me the A, B, C, and D. Uh, a, Elaine was stuck on an unemployable date. On an unenjoyable date. Sorry. Elaine was stuck on an unenjoyable date. B, Elaine wasn't in the mood to meet with her father by herself. C, Elaine was doing an absurd favor for Kramer. Or D. Absurd favor for Craver. Correct. It, it, yeah, it was. Um, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but she was running around for I, him. I totally would have gotten that one wrong. I don't. I didn't remember why she was running okay. late. I thought she was just running late. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's the first thing that came yeah. ahead. Well, she was late for it. So, okay, here. During the airing of the final episode of Seinfeld, what famous singer died? Legend has it that his ambulance made record time because of the empty Los Angeles streets caused by the Seinfeld, uh, by Seinfeld's conclusion because everyone was home watching it. So who was this iconic singer who died during Seinfeld's finale? Uh, is, is there an A, B, C, and D to this, or do I have to just know it? Uh, no, okay, sorry. I, I left out some words. All right, here's the lesson. Who was this iconic crooner who scored his first number one hit in 1940? Oh, crooner. Okay, so I'm going to say it's um, Sinatra. Sinatra died no on the on the day <laughs> Seinfeld fucking ended. No Isn't that insane? Shit. That's wild. That's fucking wild. Okay. Okay. So le- on top of this, I heard also, because Keisha and I talked about this, that there is also um, a – there's word that his daughter Nancy – wasn't with him when he actually passed 
because she was watching the Seinfeld finale. <laughs> I don't know if that's I don't know if that's true or not, but at least the other part seems to be more legit. That's... So yeah, he died. But he did. I double checked it. He did die the day Seinfeld the last episode aired. That's wild. And the fact that like the streets are clear because everyone's watching mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Man, dude, like I I miss like watching the Super Bowl kind of reminded me like just missing like watching something when everyone else in America is watching it there is something special about that and I I wish that like you know the Mandalorian like new episodes of the Mandalorian I wish they just wouldn't drop it like midnight or something like I wish they would drop it at a time where everyone in America could watch them at the same time or something it's just it's wild it's also like a lot of the stuff I just don't care about as much I still watch the Super Bowl I like the Super Bowl um the thing that I don't care about that is something that I think a lot of people still watch, but maybe not all that many, but I, I've stopped giving any fucks about the Oscars. Oh, yeah. I just, no, but... I, I, I hate them. I think they're all just bullshit. I think it's all just political bullshit yeah. jargon. Any of those awards, the Tonys, the Grammys, the fucking Emmys, and the Oscars, they're all crap. Uh, and so I just don't care. But like, there was, it was nice. I agree. You know, back when there were far less channels, far less things to do, and you could like, oh, we all watched this stuff, and then we came back, and we all had this collective it, memory with other people. You yeah. could talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, the, a collective experience with other people, and you could discuss. It was great. That's so fucking gr- yeah. great times, man. Back in the day. Uh, yep. Not a great question that I pulled, but it is a Kramer question, and we're on the Kramer episode, so I have to finish it up. This okay. is more for a joke. You're going to know this, so what I'm going to do is it's more to hear what they give the, the the A, B, and Cs. Season 6 has Kramer reveal his first name. What is it? I know you know it, but I want to just give, Yeah, of course. I, I want to give you the other three <laughs> options. <laughs> okay. Cooper. That's okay. That's fine. Milton. And Coco. <laughs> and of course. Coco Kramer. And of course. Cosmo. Too easy, but I was like, it's perfect to end it on because it's Kramer. Which was revealed by his mother. Yep. And what was his mother's name? Babs. Babs. Okay. All right. Just making sure you knew that one. All right. All right, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, hanging out with us for a little bit and discussing Kramer's girlfriends and playing a little bit of trivia. How did y'all do at home? I hope uh, you guys were better than us because, you know. Um, you should be. You guys are awesome. <laughs> and I hope we didn't make anybody drive off the road <laughs> yelling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, guys. I uh, hope you're enjoying kind of this uh, extra content that we're giving with Seinfeld. And if you want more content, as Cora already mentioned, go check out our Patreon. That's all I'm going to mention. You don't need to do any further plugs that we've got. And in the next episode of our Seinfeld, what are we going to be talking, Kramer? Or sorry, what are we going to be talking, Corey? I'll take it. I'll I'll be Kramer here. (laughs) We're talking about George's top five girlfriends. And then after that, we'll figure out, uh, uh, we have some ideas and everything, but this will be the last of our, you know, pre-prepped, pre-ideas. And then we'll be moving into uncharted territory after next episode. We have gotten a good few ideas yeah. from some of y'all out there, and we really appreciate that. Anybody else who has ideas about what you think we should be covering now that we've gone through the breakdowns of every episode, what kind of lists or what kind of other things do you want us to uh, cover on this podcast? I love that. I loved hearing from everybody on, on uh, Facebook and Patreon who put in stuff. So, yeah, if you guys have an idea, let us know. That's right. And we'll see you in a couple weeks with Top 5 George Girlfriends.
Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. <laughs>